Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Chell Stars podcast. My name is Corey. With me is Aaron, Max, and Kyle. We are missing Mikey today, but nevertheless, the show does go on. So last week, we spent some time talking about our Western Conference predictions for the upcoming season. And as you you might predict, today we will be talking about our Eastern Conference predictions. But before we do that, I'm going to send it to Max and we'll go over a quick news update. So Max, take it away. Perfect. Thank you, Corey. Uh, In order to keep this show going, obviously we do have to sacrifice if one of our members cannot make it to have a somewhat consistent weekly podcast for you all. <laughs> and um, sometimes they just want to play Chell instead. Yeah. Need the true Chell stuff. Yeah, any Chell 24 comes out, and we can't even get them for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, the grind. the grind starts now. So, a few bit of news updates for you all in the last week. Um... By the time we have our next podcast, we will basically have the regular season as well up and running, as well as uh, we will in person be having our fantasy draft. Not that we'll be recording it, but we can give some updates on that if we want next time. Uh, Talk about how bad Mikey had for the draft and maybe make fun of Kyle's picks here and there. (laughs) Just the usual. Just the, the usual. Anyways, bit of news for you guys. Uh, coming out of Vancouver, Spencer Martin was put on waivers um, and eventually was claimed by Columbus. As Kyle put it, the biggest news to come out of Columbus in September. Last month, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they waited till the last day of the month to do it. Yeah. They needed positive news for them, for the fans. Spencer Martin. Spencer Martin just gives yeah, hope. Is this positive? <laughs> it's hope. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think we have much else to say. I mean, Corey, do you have much to say for as a Canucks fan? Um, Spencer Martin is uh, not really an NHL goaltender. He's an okay backup. Uh, yeah that's uh, okay i mean i think the smith yeah. is better and and Silovs has more potential so absolutely yeah get get you know that crease a bit less crowded in vancouver and i don't think he benefits columbus at all other than being able to be their backup until their real backup is back from injury yeah, I mean, he's got some NHL games under his belt, and he, ha- he has had stints of good performance, so just he's a veteran goaltender. Yeah. So, you know, good luck, Spencer Martin. <laughs> yeah. Um, in other news coming out of the Vancouver Canucks camp, uh, Vasily Podkolzin, uh has been demoted to start the year. He will be playing in Abbotsford in the AHL to start the year as he did not crack the lineup. Uh, Talkit had some tough love for him. Uh, pretty hefty press conference about it, I saw, uh, just saying that his hockey IQ has not been developed enough. And I think, personally, I think Abbotsford is a great choice for him to kind of grow his game, get top-line minutes, 
and rather than less than 10 a night in the NHL. Yeah, he's um he's a player that he'll get a chance to come up some point during the year. Definitely. And he absolutely has to make good on that opportunity because um it's been a few years now and uh, he's got to make some kind of an impact here. So hopefully he gets he gets his game going down in Abbotsford. Yeah, as Canuck fans, we would love to see that. Because he was drafted for his size and, and skill, right? Not his IQ. That wasn't something that was really... Yeah, like a modern-day power forward. too much. Yeah. But he hasn't been able to put it together, and he's struggled to develop basically since his draft year yeah that's been it's been slow rolling for him now have you have you guys watched much of the training camp games at all i have not no i haven't really watched it i've heard about it read about it but that was about it okay what what players are are making the most of their opportunity at camp uh well hmm well, putting you on the spot. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, honestly, my answer would be it's a weird one in a way because he got demoted, but it would be that Archdeep Baines. Okay. Kid, I believe from Surrey, if I'm not wrong. Um, but he was playing on a line in a few preseason pre ooh, preseason games, I believe with Pius Suter and Connor Garland, and he did not look out of place. That's good. For so that Nat, he just came over to the AHL last year uh, for his first season turning pro. So he definitely made most of it. And Talk had also noted this. Um, so I'm sure he will get some NHL games later this season too. Um, so was he sent down just because they want him to have more, more minutes? I would say so. He's you know okay. you can you don't have to rush him at all, develop him, and we have obviously such a winger log jam right now it's kind yeah. of hard not to put him down there um, um a- another name max is uh cole mcward on defense ooh, yes. that's a great one yeah he's made the opening opening roster um so he's one to watch as well i believe he had a strong uh he's had a strong preseason in camp yeah, Where did think... he come from? I'd never heard that name before. <laughs> he was a NCAA signing at like the end of last year. Okay. So he played like four games at the, you know, the classic Canucks do well then the season he came in. Nice. And... Oh, he scored his first NHL goal last year. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, I vaguely remember that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, coming into camp, everyone was... All the Canucks fans were obviously talking about who's going to be Quinn Hughes' partner. And the guy who's been the most consistent one has been McWard, which I don't think anyone bet on. Everyone was saying Susie or Cole or. Well, really. Ironic. Yeah. I haven't heard it. Well, I think they want to separate them, and they I don't even know if they've tried them together. That's fair. So, like, yeah, be good fun. on him. I think he's only like 22 or 23, so wow. Yeah. Playing with the captain, who has three goals in the preseason. Probably matches his NHL career high. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's exciting. That is awesome. Um, 
And the goaltending, any word on how that's looked? Um, Just as fine as goaltending does in preseason, yeah, exactly. I guess. I mean, DeSmith looked good enough that they clearly didn't need to t- test Martin, and they sent him down <laughs> with yeah. knowing that Demko seems healthy, which is good. He had a long offseason to kind of get healthy, whereas last year I don't think he did, so... Yeah, I think we're riding high and going into the season. <laughs> well, so optimistic. I have Kyle. To. It's it's uh, the goaltending and defense has been better. Actually, it's been steadily improving since our first preseason game. So <laughs> <laughs> it's looking good. We you can only go up from there. To be fair, yeah. To be fair, well, Aaron, hold your breath. <laughs> to be fair, I think I almost be. every player in that ten nothing defeat might be demoted. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was literally the age Uh Literally every player, C loves. Yeah, every single player. I think might be down at this point. So yeah, send yeah. a message. Yeah, <laughs> we, we don't tolerate ten yeah. losses. Yeah, and and the player that um, or one last question for you, Max. I don't know if you if you have an answer here, but the player that we talk about this is the year he needs to stick every single year um hoglander yes is he gonna stick this year i hope so i think he had a good seat well a, you know a bit of up and down season last year obviously but mm. being in abbotsford helped him and i think he's been good in training camp and i think he's a he's a he's a rick talkett kind of player that kind of grindy kind of guy that he wants and i think he can gel with some of the more kind of skill guys in the top six or even top nine that wouldn't want to do that okay so i i think so i think he yeah. he has to pass through waivers as well so if anything he oh he'd be gone like he's almost forced to play <laughs> yeah slash play well trade him you're not gonna put him in the press box so yeah, but I think it, I think I'm looking forward to seeing him this year. Yeah, and then Mikheyev is out for the start of the season, but he should be back eventually, right? Hopefully. Yeah. They said it was personal reasons when he left training camp, but oh, it was okay. Also, rumors that it was his injury and he's not ready, so it's hard to tell what the deal is. I just assumed it was still his injury. I didn't read into it at all. It's, yeah, his agent, I think, think said personal, but uh, it's, uh, who knows? We'll, we'll never know. <laughs> Maybe Kyle's we'll like, you're like, oh, personal reasons. That's much better. Well, I mean. Ouch, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> almost might be worse. Yeah, I guess so. You're right there. <clears throat> Anyways, yeah, then. yes, some of them are saying knee surgery, some I don't see anything about personal reasons, but it just says the knee injury. It's tough. He was a, a player that relied on speed and we signed him and ever you know, since he's been a Canuck, he's had knee problem. So I'm not sure how oh. it's gonna affect his game long term. 
Yeah. Yes, the initial report was personal reasons, and then the most recent reports are his knee is still. That's mm. that's confusing. But I guess wait and see for him. Sounds like you guys are excited for the season, though. Yeah, and have you been paying attention to the Avs at all? Uh, they're sh- they're sh- they're doing awful in preseason games, but I haven't been paying attention much. Okay. Um, yeah, I uh, I've been too busy. But as soon as the regular season starts, then I'll be paying a bit better attention. Really excited! I, it looks like Jonathan Drewen is going to be on Nathan McKinnon's wing. So that really excites me. Um, my bold prediction by the end of the year, Ross Colton will be our second line center and Ryan Johansson will be down to to third line. Um, there was, I don't know what the deal is with Kale McCarr. He was injured in preseason and missed some of the camp and I think he didn't play many of the games. So just hoping that he's healthy going into the season or if he's not healthy, that they just rest him until he is healthy because we don't need the same thing that happened last year where he was healthy most of the year and then just banged up the, like the second half so yeah. yeah and most exciting news of the month as well was um jonathan there's not jonathan devon taves was talking to the media and said that he is willing to take a hometown discount to stay with the avalanche so i'm hoping that they can get something figured out sooner rather than later because he on the open market would easily be a nine ten million dollar defenseman because he can play power play penalty kill even strength and he dominates at all of those so i'm just hoping that they can get him locked up long term if that means that we have to lose gerard or getting rid of somebody else it's totally worth it because opponents score at a much lower rate when he is on the ice so definitely helps the wins category so by hometown discount, you mean the team he currently plays for? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what hometown Alex discount Bird. is. Yeah, he, trust me, he's, he's not going there. <laughs> yeah, he's coming to the Canucks. <laughs> Confirmed on the Chill Stars podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle just said it right there. No, at this point, Colorado's his home. He's uh, hopefully staying for a very long time. Because if we can get him for like a 8x8, eight eight, that'd be pretty sweet. That'd be a payday for him, and that'd be under market value. 8x8 eight <clears> eight <throat> eight would be good. 8x8 eight eight would be amazing. Uh, he is... I think he's in his 30s, either 31 or 32. Incorrect. But, <laughs> no? Sorry, Max just looked it up. He's 29, that's pretty close. Yeah. 29? Okay. Yeah, okay, I was a bit off. Wouldn't be too bad. Especially because he didn't get started in the NHL till he was like 24, 25 because he played uh, full four years at at university. And then I think he had one year in the AHL. Uh, I might be wrong about that. Maybe he jumped right to the NHL. Yeah, you're a little wrong. (laughs) Get fact-checked. Oh, three years. Okay, so he had... And he played for the Surrey Eagles of the BCHL, so you know he's... So he's coming home. home. Yeah. (laughs) Four, five, six, six years. Yeah, so he wasn't in the NHL till he was 23. So he doesn't have a lot of... It's not like he got to 
NHL, and this is his like ninth year. Like he only has six years under his belt. Yeah, eight years would be good for him. Take him to thirty-seven. That'd be perfect. But that's none of my business. I just get to speculate. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, we'll move on to the next bit of news here. Uh, finally, we have some news out of Anaheim as they have signed Trevor Zegras to a three-year deal uh, worth $5.75 million, which still keeps him into RFA status at the end of it as well. Keep that in mind. And I think it's job well done on their part. Uh, Kyle, how, what would you think about this? It was fine. I'm not the biggest fan of Zegris, um, but I think if he can continue to, to develop his play on both sides of the puck, then he'll be a really good player. Good second line center for them for the next eight years, ten years, if 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 they can continue to agree on on terms of contract. Now, the deal that he got is obviously much better than what was reported that they offered him, like a four million dollar a year deal, which kind of yeah. insulting especially because all of his buddies jack hughes i don't know who else all, all the like the nhl players <laughs> around his age one for yeah he's i mean there's more a cole call cole caulfield got a good deal right oh yeah he got a uh, similar to jack hughes money yeah exactly so all of his buddies are getting like <laughs> like eight-year deals and they're like we're only getting gonna give you four million dollars a year <laughs> that must have felt like crap but i think that the three-year deal will go well for him, and then he'll get his payday then. And it's a good prove-it contract for him when he's already the leading scorer of their team, I think. Yeah, I think the fact that it's only three years is kind of what makes this deal perfect because they didn't overpay him and go long-term, but they also kind of didn't, like you said, give him just like a terrible deal that makes him, insults him, essentially. So it's a good chance for him to kind of take a few years, develop a little bit better, and maybe go somewhere else and make better money or who knows maybe Anaheim will be a little more turned around by then it's hard to say yeah I kind of like the only benefit to going to for the long term is that is that they can shave some money off the or like just have a better value contract a couple years down the road because Anaheim is not in salary trouble whatsoever so if they could overpay him a bit for the first couple of years and then underpay him a bit for the last couple, that would probably be the smarter move. I think but it doesn't kinda, sound. That's why it was kind of strange to me why they were so unwilling to give him more money because obviously they had it to spend. Why not try to make him happy and make him more likely to want to sign a next contract with you? Yeah, like they like, have. Yeah, they still after this deal have 10 million dollars left in cap space that they're not going to use so yeah it's just weird that they didn't elect for longer term and save a bit on the in the long run but that's not really their style by the looks of it i mean troy terry got a long contract but he had a he had a solid season um a couple years back but there's no other long-term deals on their on their books anymore which also is a benefit for the GM having that cap flexibility in a couple of years. So pros and cons to everything. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, last bit of news for you. Uh, we will 
very briefly go over because it will come up in our standings predictions. Um, you probably already heard of it, and that is to do with Aunt Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, I believe it was back surgery uh, out of roughly 8 to 10 weeks. Uh, big blow to Tampa. And I will leave it at that because we're going to talk about it in our standings predictions. <laughs> so, Kyle, I'll throw it over to you now. Perfect. Um, last week we did the Western Conference standing predictions, so we're just back for our Metro and Atlantic division predictions in the East. Um, I guess we'll just hop right into the Atlantic because we already alluded to the Vasilevsky stuff. Um, as a group, we, I do the math and then kind of put everything in order on, on how we anticipate it going. So as a collective, our standing predictions were Toronto, Florida, Buffalo, top three of the Atlantic division, Tampa Bay in four, Ottawa in five, Boston down in six then Detroit and Montreal in 7 and 8, respectively. Um, As a group, we all agreed that Toronto would be first. What team can challenge them? I mean, I don't even know if any team's going to be close to them. What do you guys think? Is is Toronto going to run away with this division? I mean, I I could see them doing that, yeah, based on when we look at their roster and how they've been the last couple seasons, um, I think they might run away with the division. Will that translate into anything farther in the postseason? Probably not. We know Toronto. But, so when, I guess when you ask who's going to take down Toronto, it'll be whoever they play in the first round. <laughs> Some wild card team, if, we're, if our predictions are correct. Yeah. So I'll go over to you, Aaron, for your standings predictions first. Now, you have Buffalo popping up into second. You have Tampa and Boston down in fifth, sixth. You think both those teams are going to fall off this year? Obviously, Boston's lost a huge part of their team. And now Tampa has now that their goalie's gone. Yeah, I think that's you kind of hit it on the head there. The biggest two factors is just how much each of them have lost. I mean, Boston took some big... Uh, cuts out of their lineup this offseason and they haven't really replaced it with much so when you look at how close the competition is for the top four or five teams I don't see them having the firepower left to be able to crack that top four um, and then when we go over to Tampa I mean losing Vasilevsky is a huge blow eight to ten weeks is what a third of the season if not like that's a long time two months at least so I think having to rely on who is their backup goalie well, I think um, that kind of answers the question right there. Yeah, <laughs> is it Brian so, Elliott? No, Brian Elliott. Did he retire? I think Brian Elliott retired. I think he did. He might. So their starting goalie for the first game of the season will be Jonas Johansson, yeah. who was in the Colorado system last year. So wow. basically, from that, what I see happening is either they're not going to do very and, well because they don't have that support. Or it's going to be like Vegas last year where we all thought they were going to do really bad because they didn't have a goalie and this Johansson guy is going to come out of nowhere and save them. So I'll go with the first option. And yeah, they're going to be in fifth in my opinion. Let's see. And 
No offense to Johansson, I hope he proves me wrong, but last year and the year before, he was a sieve. <laughs> <laughs> they, they should have picked up Spencer Martin. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> they they probably had a claim in for him, but because um but because Columbus is lower on the on the waiver board, they they had the right to him. Yeah, yeah. and then so just uh let's see. I'll just wrap up my standings here. So, I'm not going to touch on Toronto cuz that's unanimous. Um I think the Buffalo Florida was a little bit of a tougher choice to differentiate for me, but Florida has a couple key injuries, then gets Montour, Ekblad are out for a while. And I think that kind of just is enough to put them behind. So Buffalo's been looking pretty good recently. Maybe they'll be able to make a push. I hope so, finally. Yeah, that's about it. Good stuff. Max, we'll go over to you for your standings. Yeah, I'd like to touch on Toronto briefly. Uh, I think... This division, to me, is the probably the most wild and can easily flip on my head. Uh, I don't even think Toronto is necessarily safe because Toronto just love to do Toronto things <laughs> and come out with the division favorites by far. I don't know what the odds are, but I'm assuming they're the favorites, and I think they could easily blow blow up. I I just want to manifest that. Uh, <laughs> But going downwards, I think uh, after Toronto, there is a slight gap. Uh, then you get into just a glut of these teams, where I think from Buffalo, who I have at two, to even Detroit at seven, it's going to be super close together. Uh, I'm talking one or two points for the most of them, and that we kind of saw that last year with a few teams, how... I think the Islanders and Pittsburgh missed by like one or two points. Calgary missed by a point. Like, I think it's just so tough. And it's going to come down to almost near the end of the season. Just a little bit of more experience. And that's why I still have Tampa in at three. I think once Vasilevsky comes back, they'll be fine. And I think he might be, as long as they don't rush him back and they can stay afloat for the first. <laughs> two months or so here they'll be all right and florida i feel like it's gonna get hit with that playoff you know cinderella run injury ness um (laughs) yes uh where they just are gonna have a tough start of the season with ekblad and Montour out who knows what bobrovsky's gonna do Oh, that's a fact. That's, <laughs> the, are you going to get regular season Bob or playoff Bob? If it's playoff Bob, oof, wow, okay. I'll put him up a few. But in Boston, we've touched on. Don't need to go into that. Detroit, they're really iffy to me. And Montreal, I think, is definitely the beating horse of this division. And their defense is just so bad. I know that we yeah. talked about it the other episode with... With, with, um, Brayden. our guest, yeah, Brayden. <laughs> I forgot it was, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I knew it was a B name. <laughs> I'm just so bad with names, but their defense is just so bad. They're just gonna get like absolutely rocked every night by these, like, either fast teams like like, like Buffalo or just huge teams like Tampa Bay. Like, yeah, it's gonna be I think another rough one for them this year. 
Yeah. But, I mean, like we talked about, their goal is not to win. Definitely not. <laughs> now, Florida that low, you think it's just like full full me- meltdown well, for them the first couple months? Or do you think it's going to... It's not even so much full meltdown. Like, I have them at fifth, but like I kind of mentioned, they'll probably be like within 10 points of third or second like it's i think it's gonna be just that tight in this division Mm -hmm. and i think unfortunately they might just lose out due to the uncertainty of their team and in comparison to you know buffalo and tampa and ottawa who are on the rise well tampa's not on the rise but they can stay afloat (laughs) yeah nice that's awesome and buffalo that high shocks me Oh huh? yeah. yeah, that this is a tough this, this is a tough division, that's for sure. Yeah. And we'll go over to Corey. Corey, your your standings are You got Montreal up there a little bit. You think Montreal's <laughs> gonna be beating up on Boston all year? No. I have Montreal six, Boston at seven. That's up there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um yeah, my my standings aren't too dissimilar to everyone else's. I have Toronto up top. I think Toronto and Florida will be one and two. Uh, I do have Buffalo, Ottawa, three and four. I think they'll make pushes for the playoffs. I have Tampa Bay slipping to five. And then with six, seven, eight, Montreal, Boston, Detroit. Yeah, I do have Montreal at six. Um, but those three teams, I see them in any order filling up the six, seven, eight spots. Um, Montreal probably has a weaker roster on paper. I just have a feeling they'll they'll do a little bit better than expected. And unfortunately, Detroit was the casualty of my predictions, and they dropped to eighth. <laughs> That's all I can say. The forgotten ones. So I just looked at last year's predictions, and you had Boston at eight. So uh, I I believe so. Yes. So does that mean Detroit is gonna have a hundred and thirty five point season or whatever it was? <laughs> I mean, if um, if it's anything like last year, if it, if it's anything like last year, then absolutely. <laughs> so if you're a betting man, put all your money on Detroit for. Uh... Do not do that. This is. <laughs> Bro, a record-setting year. <laughs> this is awful advice. <laughs> to bring it with the Richard, Larkin with the Hart, uh, Huso with the Vesna. Um, Give JT Comfort the Lady Bing. Yeah, yeah Justin Hall with the Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Actually, no, Ben Trot. Who am I kidding? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. And and everyone thinks Ottawa's making the playoffs basically, except for Mikey. Or do we think uh, they're missing? I think so. I yeah. think Buffalo will finish ahead of Ottawa, but I think Ottawa is there. Taking a wild card spot and upsetting Toronto in the first round. They, they were close oh, last yes. year. They were close yeah. last year. They're, they're, and, and they're 
I think their bottom six is like their like their like Achilles heel this year. But mm-hmm. their top six, we're talking like Brady Kachuk, Stutzla, Giroux, Tarasenko now, Norris, Batherson. Um, their defense are going to be decent, like very decent, because you got Shabbat, Chitrin, who are just minute eaters. Jake Sanderson just just signed his new contract. He should have a great year. And then Artem Zub is, has been consistent on their back end. Um for the last couple of years, and now they have a proper starting goaltender in in, in Jonas Corposalo. So, yeah, it's been exciting year for them. <laughs> Anything else you you have to mention, Corey? Uh, in the Atlantic, nope. I think I think Toronto. Just to answer someone's question, there, I think they will run away with it. Maybe not to the extent that Boston ran away with it last year, but I think they will have a comfortable lead um, towards the end of the season. Yeah, nice. That's awesome. Um, I'll go over Mikey's standing predictions real quick since he's not here. Uh, He has Toronto, Florida, Buffalo, Tampa, Ottawa, Boston, Detroit, and Montreal. The exact same thing that we had um i'll go over to mine now fire any questions at me if you have them because mine are a bit different i got toronto first of course i got florida second i think um what they went into the season with last year their defense was a huge question mark and it, it turned out being a strength for them last year so i think that if they can play the proper structure then them missing ekblad and montour for the first month um, roughly, like give or take a few weeks. Um, I think that they can stay afloat during that time and then excel afterwards. I think Bobrovsky's going to have a weak season, but I think Spencer Martin's going to take the starting job by the end of the year. Uh, Spencer Kevin Martin? Spencer, Spencer Martin. Martin. No, sorry, not Spencer Martin. What's their, the Spencer Knight? Spencer. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Spencer Knight. My bad. <laughs> Lock that in. Kyle says <laughs> Spencer Martin. <laughs> Starter in Florida by the end of the season. Um, Spencer Knight, sorry. Um, he missed some time at, at the end of last year and in the playoffs, but he's ready to go. And he made an incredible save in preseason cross crease glitch goal. So he's able to stop that. Um,. Third, I got Tampa. I think that they're going to miss Vasilevsky, but they're a very well-coached team. They have great leadership, and they're still very deep up front, and they have a decent defense, so I think that they'll hold it together. Ottawa, I think there's going to be some bumps in the road there for them, but I think overall they're going to get over that hurdle and sweep into a wild-card spot. Boston, kind of in the mix there as well. They're my fifth seat spot. Um... I know that they're going to drop off, but they have such good defense and goaltending that I think if they can just play some low-scoring games, they're going to they're going to win a lot of games that ways. Um, their center depth is awful, but yeah, Pasternak like you can't count him out. Same with Marshawn. Buffalo, I think, is going to take a step back this year. I think Skinner's going to disappear, and I think that all the new pieces that they've added on defense are gonna and young goaltender as well levi it's gonna be hard to have high expectations for him um his first first full season in the nhl then detroit 
I don't know. The Iser plan ain't working. They're still they're still going to be the bottom of the league, unfortunately. So they'll probably be that. They'll probably finish around where the Canucks will finish, and like a they'll get like a tenth to twelfth overall wow. pick. Um, just complete mediocrity in Detroit and Montreal. Of course, will be bottom five um, in the league, probably maybe bottom seven. They'll they'll make strides, but they're just not strong enough to to withstand some of the teams that they play night in night out so that's my standing predictions yeah i think for you obviously buffalo a lot lower than what we had um coming off a strong season well breakout season from thompson um but uh good uh observation with uh their young goaltender in levi i do actually have high expectations for him and I, uh, I hope I, he blows me out of the water. I think I think he's gonna be a um, a a Steve Mason kind of rookie year. Maybe maybe not to that degree, and ho- and hopefully not hopefully not long term. <laughs> but in terms of a, a rookie season, dude, Steve Mason had an amazing rookie season. I yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, oh yeah. ten shutouts. That's insane. And he missed like a month and a half with mono. Did he really? He did, yeah. That's got to be one of the best rookie seasons for a goaltender ever. I think so. Wow. But so so that that's high expectations. Maybe we see more of like a like a Carter Hart type rookie season. Man, what is yeah. with these rookie goalies that just don't work out afterwards, eh? Yeah, it's. I feel like so much of goaltending is like, like the structure in front of you, but also like the confidence. Like, there's some brutal goaltenders who have gained confidence at the right time and just like, like carried. Like, no offense to the Hamburglar, but he wasn't a tender. But man, like he got confidence and he carried Ottawa mm. into the into the playoffs that that year. You know, one goalie who didn't carry. The team when they needed him? Luongo. <laughs> <laughs> Roberto Luongo. No, Corey always gets back to Luongo. <laughs> I would Honestly, take it. Give me Hamburglar in game seven. In game seven over Luongo. <laughs> Give me the Hamburglar. Cup is ours. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, Devin Levi. Yeah, he's... I feel like he's gonna have a Luongo-esque career. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, hey, Steve. Steve Mason has a a Vesna. Wait, does he? Yeah, he does. I don't think it's a Vesna. I thought he had a Calder. He does, he has a Calder. Oh, maybe you're right. Who was better than him that year? Imagine if you got a Vesna but no Calder or vice. Uh, he had he definitely okay. Yeah, he got the Calder. He didn't get yeah. the Vesna that year. Oh, um, true. Who did? Oh eight oh nine. That would have been. Um, was that oh eight oh nine? Yeah, it was oh eight oh nine. So who would have been? Who would have won the Vesna that year? Brodeur maybe. <sighs> was that still Brodeur's years? No, I, I think. Oh eight oh nine. Oh eight was Brodeur, oh nine was Thomas. Dude, Thomas 
Mm. Thomas was insane for a few years there too. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just another goalie that that carries. Comes in clutch when you need it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Two Vesnas, Con Smythe, Stanley Cup. What more do you want from your goalie? What more can you ask for from a Hall of Fame goaltender? Not much. Not much. Cup's so all in, you need to make you happy. So in that season, Tim Thomas came first, obviously, for Vesna. Steve Mason was second. Was he? Nice. And in fourth was Luongo. Good for him. He almost made it. Almost 100 points behind Tim Thomas. But <laughs> we can ignore that. Yeah. 100 votes, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> Who was Nick? third? Uh, oh, take a you... guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who? Take a guess. Take a guess. Uh, he's Finnish. Kiprasov? Nope. Rene? <laughs> no. Rat? No. Uh, Finnish? Goalie? Yeah. It's not Pekka Rene? Nope. Nicholas Backstrom? Yeah. <laughs> Good guess. Thanks. <laughs> I feel like Corey can name every goalie that played that year. <laughs> the way she be off names. <laughs> That's the next trivia. Yeah, shall we? <laughs> I'll get that set up while we talk uh, Metro oh, Division on. standing. <laughs> so, as a group, we uh, we were kind of back and forth on a few different teams. Um, collectively, we had three different teams finishing first, so I can't wait till we get into that. Um, cumulative standings, New Jersey, Carolina, then the Rangers, Pittsburgh in fourth, Islanders in fifth, Columbus Blue Jackets in sixth, Washington down in seventh, and Philly at the very bottom, as we all expect them to be. <laughs> hey, Corey, over to you. What's going on with your standings? Looks like you are... A big Rangers fan this year. Uh, so we got Rangers, Devils, Hurricanes in that order, top three. I think looks like we all had those three. Um, again, I think Rangers will have a solid regular season. Uh, Devils will build upon their year and have a good regular season again. Hurricanes, so here's my prediction. I'm a strong... Um, Believer in the in the Hurricanes, I think uh, the last few years they've had a lot of injury injuries in the playoffs. So I think they'll get the injury bug out of the way during the season, and then everything kind of come together in the playoffs for them. So again, these are just my regular season predictions. Um, and it's not often the uh. Well, that's a bad example because Vegas was first in their division and just won. But what I was going to say was it's not often the team that's first in the division wins. Uh, Anyways, Um, with the rest of my predictions, I do have Columbus in four. So I think, you know, like when we talked about the West, I, I do like to try and predict the surprise team from the division. I think Columbus will be that team and push Pittsburgh to five. Nice. Pittsburgh may or may not be wild card. I don't know, but they'll, I'm taking them fifth. And then I just have Islanders. 
they're they're still good. Uh, they'll be in six. Uh, Washington seven is pretty low for them, but that's what I have them in. Um, I don't think they're really building to be a playoff team right now. And uh, and Philly in eight. Philly's uh, uh, pretty barren right now as well. So um, any any thoughts on that, Kyle? Yeah. Um... Hit me. Columbus in fourth is is interesting in my mind. I'm very low on Columbus, but I see you're very high on them. Um, what would have to happen in their season for that to happen? Like, like, who, who who's breaking out? Who's leading their team in scoring? Spencer Martin. Well, <laughs> hey, no, yeah. no, he's gonna be on Florida. Back off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I I think. Uh... They, well, the guy they signed uh, last year in free agency, Goudreau, will have to lead the scoring, absolutely, and he should. Um, and then I think they'll need uh, some firepower from Line for sure. And then, you know, I'm not a a uh, wizard at their roster, um, but their young guys will have to improve. Kent Johnson is a name that comes up. Um, you know, their veterans will have to do their job, Boone, the Boone Jenners and their defense led by um, big man Eric Goodbranson. Um, <laughs> but of course, they've got Waranski and uh, a few other good numbers. And then now the crease, it was kind of shared between um, Merzlikens and Corpusalo. Now it's just Merzlikens. And uh, he's a young goalie who uh, we've seen play very well in turns. And uh, they're a younger team than Pittsburgh. So that was one of the factors why I chose them at four. Nice. Any other questions for Corey's standings? No. We're all very similar. With this, dip. yeah, um, I don't really have. I'm mine's not too far off, really. <laughs> Go for it, Max. Okay, well, um, so similar top three, different order. Uh, I got Carolina, New Jersey, and then the Rangers. That's the exact opposite. <laughs> well, just flipping the Rangers and yeah. Carolina, but uh, <laughs> I think Carolina's just that's just their thing right now is that they're just a regular season machine and I don't think that changes this season I think with what they brought in this summer some even more defensemen to stack their already stacked decor I think a healthier season from their goaltending will be good and their forward core eventually they'll have Svechnikov breakout so They'll be set there, uh, so I think they're just they're just gonna be a machine in the regular season. You have to worry. Wait, about. are you banking for the fifth year in a row that Sveshnikov's gonna break out? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Don't draft him. This is gonna be the year. You better let me take him in fantasy. I'm gonna be so annoyed if someone else drafts him and then he pops off. Oh, we'll make sure that you don't get to draft him if he's That's, popping off. Ah, oh, god damn it. Uh. 
Yeah, I don't have to say much else. New Jersey Rangers, they're pretty solidified playoff teams, in my opinion. It'd be really hard to knock them off of that point. Uh, the next kind of Pittsburgh, the Islanders, Columbus are all. You can flip flop that order. Pittsburgh, oh, well. Pittsburgh <laughs> is just a very experienced team. I think the one thing last year that they had going for them, which they usually don't, is that they were really healthy. And they still make the playoffs, which is kind of scary yeah. to think about. But I think they can. They brought in some better depth, and I think they still have Mike Sullivan, who's a good coach. So I think they can definitely make it there again. The Islanders, and and with Pittsburgh, do you think Eric Carlson will make that difference for them too? If he's healthy, uh, I don't okay. expect him to be a hundred and. 101 points or whatever he had. Uh, nope. God, no. I am slightly scared because of... It was a similar situation when he went to San Jose when they had Burns there, and now he's coming to Pittsburgh with Latang. Yeah. So, God forbid that happens and they just can't gel. Not even gel, but can't share what their roles are. But I think that'll be a good addition for him. Islanders, yeah, I don't gotta say much about them. Columbus, I do think they do a lot better, especially with some of the young guys, but I just think with that division, they just don't have that pop to them yet. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in Elvis, unfortunately. Um, And Washington is just kind of aging off. I didn't even mention Philly, because I don't have to. (laughs) Definitely not. Waste of time if you do that. (laughs) Yep. Awesome. Um, anybody have any questions for Max? I, th- I think that's that's a very reasonable layout. Perfect. So I can't wait to be all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, over to you. What do you yeah. got going on there? Pretty similar. Mine is super similar, of course. Um, I think my bottom five are the exact same to Max's. I won't really get into that much because it's honestly for all the same reasons. I agree that I don't really think Elvis is super trustworthy in Columbus, so that's going to hurt them a little bit. Um, I still like Pittsburgh. They're kind of just a middle-of-the-pack team at this point. A little bit older, but good experience, good coach. They have a strong leadership structure, so I think they're going to kind of just stay in the bubble. They don't really have a good enough team to move up in this division, but I still think they have what it takes to beat those bottom few teams. Um, My top three, I guess, are the only ones that are a little bit different. I have New Jersey first then Carolina, then the Rangers. Um, I like the Rangers. I think they're a really strong team. They have a really good goalie, obviously. But I think New Jersey and Carolina still have that little bit of an edge on them. Carolina, in my opinion, are going to still be a little bit injury-prone. I see that happening again. I don't think Spetsnikov's going to break out this year. Max, sorry. Um, Rude. And I just... They, <laughs> Which- they're a really strong team overall. They have a really good defensive core. But I just think... Yeah. I don't trust their goaltending as much, and they're just a little bit True. too inconsistent to me, injury-wise and a little bit playing-wise. So, but I think it's going to be close. So New Jersey just has a very slight edge because of that. But yeah, other than that, all very similar to you guys. So I won't repeat things. Pass it right over to you, Kyle, unless anyone wants to judge my rankings. 
No, nah, I don't think there's too much judgment there. Um, Judging your comments, the Sveshnikovs. I only say that so that I can pick him and then he's going to do really good. In his, in his own right, he's been dominant. It just doesn't translate to points, especially in our fantasy league. Yeah. <laughs> I like, agree. <laughs> I'm he's, 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 where, he's where he needs to be. He's just not touching the puck at the right mm-hmm. time. He's just a bit too, yeah. Um, we'll look at Mikey's rankings really quick. Pretty much the same as all of us. He's got Devils first, Carolina Rangers, Pittsburgh Islanders, Caps, Blue Jackets, and Flyers. So, yeah. And then into my rankings, I got New Jersey first. I think that their offense is going to be the difference between them and Carolina. Carolina's got great defense. Again, like Aaron's saying, I don't trust their goaltending. Um, but I think Orlov will be a big addition for them on D. Um, New Jersey's defense did get a bit weaker, but I think their goaltending will hopefully be a bit more confident this year. Rangers, my bold prediction is that Shesterkin is going to have a bit of a down year. I don't think he's going to be bad. I just don't think he's going to be his dominant self. Um, Pittsburgh, I'm hoping to make the playoffs again. I want them to have one go at it, and then Crosby can get traded to Colorado. That's just my <laughs> dream. But... Um, yeah, this year with Carlson, I'm hoping that um, playing with some better players for him will translate to more team success. Do I trust their goaltending? Not one bit. Their bottom six is kind of mid as well, but then I got the Islanders. I very much dislike the Islanders. They always find a way to make the playoffs, so I really shouldn't put them down so low i mean they're in fifth so theoretically they could make a wild card spot with where i got them but they're just so boring like <laughs> so boring that's kind of true honestly like <laughs> i i just can't watch them but yeah i'm sure sorokin will play lights out and and uh drag that team kicking and screaming to the playoffs Washington, I got in six. Um, they're not playing to make the playoffs. They're playing at Ovi's record. That's all they got, really. Um, they have a good surrounding players for, for Ovechkin, but if Ovechkin's not on the ice, then the skill level drops off big time. Columbus, I have them in seventh. I think the whole Babcock thing is going to kind of mess them up a little bit at the start of the season. The coach didn't have much time over the offseason to like establish some relationships and come into into camp on clean footing. So it's a bit of a weird one, but I think um, I think Fantilli's going to have a great year. I'm not a big Goudreau fan. Line has been disappointing as well. Um, their defense is looking a lot better. I just think they're just not strong enough in every single aspect to make the playoffs and then Philadelphia is just just not it <laughs> Kyle yes Corey does Shesterkin do better or worse than last year Shesterkin I think will have a worse year than last worse, year because last year was not very dominant and was already a down year compared to what we've seen from him. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hmm. Let me check out some stats real quick while I'm mulling over. What do you have? So last year he had a... He had a 2.48 goals against average and a 
916 save percentage. That's still pretty good. It's good. It's not... It's not dominant. It's, it's not dominant, and it's a down year in his standards. In his standards... It was technically his... Oh, I guess he had a... Uh, his rookie year was a bit weird, but... He had a better year last year than he did in, in his second season. So really, it's like his... Out of his three full seasons, it's it's his second best. So I guess my season. my question is, like, do you think he's going to do worse or about the same than he did last year? I, I, I think he'll do a bit worse. Mm-hmm. But New York's a good team, so they're not going to miss the playoffs. I just think um, this year is going to be a fluky year for him in the sense that he's not going gonna to be as dominant. But that's just my prediction. I'm probably wrong. Do we see a resurgence from Jonathan Quick? <laughs> no. No, no, I don't think I don't think Quick's going to take any jobs. I think Quick's just going to enjoy living on uh, in downtown New York and riding out the rest of his career. But I mean, how many games did Shosturkin play last year? 58? Mhm. Oh, Quick's not I just don't see them trusting Quick for more than 20 games. 25 games. Yeah, that'll be a tough one to say. That's just my prediction, is he's going to just not be as dominant. Mm-hmm. Because I, 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 even in the playoffs last year, he wasn't uh, as good as we've seen him. No, definitely not, yeah. I mean... Yeah, maybe thinking. Yeah, because in my head when I think Shosturkin, I I still think of his Vesna winning year, like mm-hmm. that's just what comes to mind. So yeah, maybe, maybe just as good as he was last year. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, wasn't prepared for that. Thanks, Corey. Good question. <laughs> Why I'm here. If that's all that we got, then I think we'll move on from our questions. Um, hopefully you guys disagree with us a little bit, because that means that you're probably right. Um, but thanks for listening along as we try to show you how much we know about hockey. Um, as we mentioned at the start of the, uh, of the episode, our fantasy draft is this Saturday. Um, there's six of us in the league. Obviously, me, Corey, Max, Aaron... Mikey and our friend Rayhan. My question to you guys is from one to six, what's your ideal draft position in this draft? Oh. Oh. Uh I will go. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I think with um right now currently, just because of how guaranteed and how far ahead McDavid is is my my ideal is one or two to get okay. McDavid or Drysaddle. Or Drysaddle. Okay. Just yeah. <laughs> now that means that you're not dra- like if you're drafting one, you're not drafting till the twelfth pick. You're okay with that for for getting McDavid? Yes, because the forwards that are one twenty plus, there's only a couple of them. Even a even a hundred ten plus, there's only a couple. But yep. the forwards that are like. 150 plus <laughs> the, the forwards that are like 90 to 100 
80 to 100 there's there's more of them so i don't i would i think that speaks for itself but i want the opportunity to get someone that's just easily guaranteed like over 100 points easy okay Mm -hmm. who's next aaron i think honestly my answer is pretty much the same um, Max and I were talking yeah. about this today, actually, about, like... <laughs> were we? Yeah, we were, very briefly, because I think my answer was, honestly, I think I'm fine with any position at this point. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, our league's small enough, and the first round after McDavid is just so up in the air that if I can't have one, I mean, there's not really a second one that I prefer, to be honest. I think that number one pick is just so so much easier than every other pick. I do yeah. like the double oh, pick, it's though, automatic, so I wouldn't be, right? wouldn't be mad about sixth. Oh, you like the double picks. I do like the double. Interesting. Maxwell? Yeah. It's similar, but kind of combining both Corey and Aaron's answers. Like, I think one and two is really nice because you're getting, like, one of the top two players, and they're solidified the top two, really. After that, I would be happy with six. Uh, I don't... the My worst would be three because really? i think after mcdavid and dreisaitl you dictate like that's a lot of what happens pick. yeah that one yeah. is really <laughs> up in the air for me because it could be matthews it could be mckinnon yeah. uh it could be pasternak could be kachuk like there's a lot you can really you, you could choose go who four and five right. well, did you have the third pick when you picked mckinnon that year or was that second i don't remember okay <laughs> it might have been second okay I think it was second. I think it went McDavid. I, I just know it didn't yeah. work out. It's what I remember. No, yeah. Um, Cheers. So yeah, I, I think number three for me is the one I don't it's want. It's the worst. That, Interesting. I, do not I was about wanna... to say three is the one I want. Oh, really? Because I don't like having the double picks. Like, I, like, there's benefits to it, but I don't like that I go so long without picking because I have, like, a bunch of guys lined up, and then they all get taken. Yeah, And then I'm fair. scrambling at the last second. I think so having three... Nice, yeah. Yeah. Middle, yeah. And who knows how, like, Matthew's going to do. Like, like, Matthew's was the best player in the league a couple of years ago when McDavid was still scoring, like, 120. Matthew's just because he scored so much and blocked so many shots was a top player in our league. So, so he can definitely repeat that. So I think I know who Kyle's picking if he has three. <laughs> if I get third, but if I get second, then I'd probably go a different route. Ooh. But, yeah. <laughs> Kyle, didn't you take McKinnon over McDavid not that long ago? I did. That was a couple years ago, and yeah. I did. Oh, that work out? <laughs> that year didn't work out too well because... I think Mc, er, I, I think McKinnon got injured, and he was just pissing me off that year. See, I I have a rule where I don't draft Avalanche players, but then there's sometimes where I just get too like too into it, and then I draft Avalanche players. But I try to avoid drafting Avalanche players because when they don't do well in fantasy, that makes me dislike them for that period of time. Like, I don't ever dislike them, dislike them, but, like, it just, like, grinds my gears if the Avalanche are losing and my fantasy team's losing. <laughs> like, it's either one or the other. So, 
Here it is. In a six-person snake draft, I want one in my one. I want two in my two. I'm going to put six in the th- for my third spot, and then five, and then three, and then four will be my last preferred choice. Okay. Did you get that? I got that. Okay. <laughs> and I, and I, down. I do like the double pick. Corey's a big double pick guy. I'm a big double double pick guy. <laughs> there are benefits to it, but yeah, it's I don't know. Um, that's that. Thanks. Okay. Good question. Uh, what's our time at, Maxwell? Um, trivia time is what it is. Yeah. Um, no. No, I no, mean, but I know. I know what you were asking. We're at a, an hour and five minutes. Okay. We'll try to make this a bit quick. Um. This is going to be very Corey-centric, but Ooh. I'm going to give um, Aaron and Max a chance to answer before Corey does. Um, to embarrass ourselves. <laughs> Great, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. As as we were discussing the 2008-2009 oh, no, season, I got all the starting goalies down. So um, That's hard. So I'm just going to name off a team. I'm going to give... Max and Aaron a chance to either answer or pass and then Corey's going to name the starting goaltender and I'll give him a bonus point if he can name the backup as well. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is... I was... It's hard for me. (laughs) It's fine. Do the points matter all? No, they don't. This is just bragging rights. Okay, first off, we got Anaheim Ducks. Any ideas for Corey or for for Max and Aaron? No. No. Just a uh, quick pass. I'm gonna give Max a second to think. I uh, I don't even know what year he would have been. I don't know Jaguar. You do get points for Jaguar because he tied the other goaltender oh. with 46 oh. games played. Oh wow. Dead even, 46-46. We know, it would have been 40. Okay. I think it... I think I got it. Okay. It's uh, it's either one of two guys. Is it Brzezgalov? Nope. Okay, then it's got to be Jonas Hiller. It is Jonas Hiller. Let's go. Yeah. Jonas Hiller had the better stats that year, um, but they split the games evenly. Jonas Hiller, I love... His masks. He yes. always had the matte black mask. Matte black. Yep. Oh, they were the best. Mm. Um, now we're going to... Oh, no. They relocated Atlanta Thrashers. Okay. Aaron, Max, you guys have any ideas or pass it off? Pass. Pass. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> okay, Corey. Okay, uh, is it Kari Lettinen? It is Kari Lettinen. Do you know who the backup was? I'm gonna, uh, it could be Pavlik. Pavlik did play 12 games, but he was not the backup. Hedberg? Hedberg, yeah. Oh, let's go. Oh, this is, uh, I'm glad we're not Okay, we got, (laughs) okay, we got Boston. Aaron, any guesses? Could it be he won the Vesna. <laughs> yes. Rectamundo. <laughs> awesome. And the backup. Uh, 
I'm just going to skip right to Corey because I know Max won't get this. <laughs> I don't know if it's... Okay. I think I think it was too too early for Rask. And Rask that, played one game. He oh, played I one game, so Rask. Yeah. I'm not sure who the backup would be. It was Manny Fernandez. Manny Fernandez. Yep, he was a goalie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What were you saying, Corey? I, I just I remember he played for Minnesota. Yeah, big Minnesota guy. They had a they had quite the quite the goalie uh, pipeline for a little bit. They did, they did. Buffalo, Aaron. I'll give this one to you first. Any ideas? Uh, nope. Former Canuck. Former Canuck. Yeah. Oh, what's his face? <laughs> um, Miller, right? Ryan Miller? Correctamundo. And any ideas for the backup, Max, Corey? Uh-huh. No idea. Is it is it Mika Norinen? No. Okay, then I, then I don't know. <laughs> You're just making up names. <laughs> no, Mika Norinen. <laughs> Norinen. <laughs> yeah, he played for the Canucks, too, I think. Oh, oh my God. What it the- was Patrick Laleem. No way, huh? Yeah. It's made up too. <laughs> what? Patrick Laleem's not made up. Yeah, Laleem. he was a goalie. Laleem. He was yeah. Ottawa goaltender for a long time. And Chicago, I think, too. My dad called him La Lemon because he was <laughs> bad in fantasy. <laughs> um, Carolina, any guesses, Max? Aaron? Uh, I might have been too early, but Cam Ward. Cam Ward is correct, yeah. Okay. Not too early, not too early. And he was backup? There. He was there a while. Backup, oof. Nah, no idea, no. I don't know. He won a cup with Chicago, Michael Leitinen. <laughs> you know, I was actually thinking that. <laughs> okay, and Columbus... Well, someone, we, anyone? <laughs> we already talked about it. Yeah, we did. Yep. Did we? Our boy Steve Mason. Steve Mason. Oh, yeah. Come on, guys. Sheesh, we're sleeping over there. And the backup, longtime Columbus goaltender, short-time Ottawa goaltender. Longtime Columbus goaltender, short-time Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I know. I know it. Yeah. Is it Mark Denis? No. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Is is uh, uh French Canadian, correct? French Canadian. He was traded for Antoine Vermette in yeah. 2009. Yeah. Hang on. Um uh is it Pascal, something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um that's the first name? Yeah. Um oh shoot. What's his <laughs> Yeah, I know I know who it is. Um Give me a hint on the last name. Oh, um, he, D? no, no, he, um, he shares the last name, not the spelling, but the last name with old school hockey player, first name, John played for the Flyers <laughs> and the Canadians and a lot of other teams. <laughs> oh yes. John. <laughs> Power forward. Oh, oh, Flyers, oh LeClaire, Pascal yeah. LeClaire. Yeah. Pascal nice. Yeah. Good one. Um, honorable mentions for Columbus backups go to Frederick Norina, 
Dan LaCosta and Wade Duplowitz. Mm. Oh my god. The dupe. There's, yeah. There's so I'm a big Duplowitz guy. <laughs> Dude, me too. I love <laughs> Duplowitz. <laughs> yeah, underused, honestly, underused. Underrated. To- totally, yep. Yeah. Okay, Calgary. One of my favorite goalies of all time. Well, Kipper. Kipper's Kipper, off. Yeah, yep. Kipper. yep. And Great the backup man. who only started five games. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, I don't know. Dan Ellis. I don't know. Close. Curtis McElhaney. <laughs> oh, he... It's a good backup. Good backup, that guy. <laughs> solid guy. Just like that a... guy can start five solid games. Oh, career, <laughs> career backup. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Moving on to Chicago. We had two goalies. One started 42 games and one started 41. In 2009? 2009. Mm. Both, both later in their careers as well. Oh, Happy Bulin? Yep. Nice. Oh, and... Uh, Oh. oh, is it Cristobal Huey? Yeah, it is. Oh, boom. Sniped <laughs> both of those. Let's go. Honorable mention, Antti Niemi. Started mm-hmm. two games. Ooh. It's, it's, it's cool to see these uh, young like these young goalies just playing a couple games. Yeah. <laughs> like before we knew who they were. Okay, next we got Colorado. This one. This one Budai. was funny. Yeah, Budai was the starter. Abisher. And- and the backup? No, Abisher was. I think out of the league at that point. Um, yeah. I don't know who the backup would be then. This guy—he won a Calder Trophy, I think. Oh, Raycroft. Raycroft. Yes. Nice. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Traded for Tukarask. <laughs> yeah. Worst trade deal in the history of trade deals. Mm, yeah. Okay, next one you should get. If you get the backups, I'd be so impressed. But uh, the starter for Dallas played 74 games. 74? Oh, do you guys know? 74? Oh, my God. 74 games. This guy, one of the most underrated goalies I think, in league history. Really? You think? I like him. Maybe I'm wrong. He was, like, one of the first, better than Brodeur, he was one of the first uh, puck movers. He was, yeah. No, he was active in the net. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be Marty Turco. Marty Turco. Yeah, of course. Correctamundo. Backups. I don't. I don't know if you have any guesses. Um. You'll ben, recognize these names. Ben Bishop. No. Nope. Um. Well, ben it's not. Lettinen. It was in Atlanta, so it's not Lettinen. Um. Not. Not too sure. Tobias Stefan. Stefan. Okay. He was Swiss. Brett Cran and Matt Climey. All yeah, played, no. All played a few games. Didn't play much. No clue. Detroit. This split crease in Detroit. Ooh. Jimmy Howard only played one game. These other oh. two played okay. around 40 each. <laughs> okay. Sorry for taking that. No, uh, no uh, Osgood. Osgood, of course, yeah. And I'm going to say... Sorry, I'm just kind of taking over here. If you guys have someone, just well, say it out loud. Assume that we have answers over here. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with. I would have said Howard. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Manny Legacy. No, actually, oh. no Legacy. Oh my 
goodness. Um, this guy, career backup. Like, iconic backup. Oilers, <laughs> like definitely. Oh, Ty Conklin. Ty Conklin. Ty Conklin, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Conker. <laughs> Speaking of Oilers, starting goalie for them at 39 years old. Yep. Uh, Dwayne Rollison. Dwayne Rollison. And the backup. Okay. Now. This is a tough one. Okay. Um, it's someone that's like, they're like a Ty Conklin, right? <laughs> They're like a they're like a Walmart Ty Conklin. Uh, are they European? No, I believe they're Canadian. I think they always played at the Spangler Cup. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm not too um, I'm not too sure. Um, they only really played. Yeah, uh, Jeff Delorier. Okay, Jeff Delorier. Okay, next is next. Florida Panthers. A couple guys split the crease here. Ooh. Oh, that's a Oh, I don't know. This will be a tough one. Who was who goalie after... After Luongo, who was their goalie? I think he... Yo, I don't know. Feel free to help me out here. Holy... Uh... He... He did play four years in Florida. I I'm not I don't he, I don't know. He started in Nashville though, or he, he his best times were in Nashville. Chris he Mason? Was, no, uh, I actually had a trivia about him a while back. I don't know. Uh, Southpaw. Check. Oh yes, Vokun. Yeah, Thomas. Thomas Vokun. Yes, good goalie for Florida. Yes. And the backup, he actually just retired at 41 years old. He was on Buffalo last year. Oh, um, Anderson. Craig Anderson. Yeah, Anderson. Cool. Uh, LA Kings. This one's kind of obvious for the starter. Quick. Quick. And the backup, I don't think you'd get. I don't know. Eric Erzberg. Erm. <laughs> that's. Erm, <laughs> Okay, Minnesota. We already had that. Aaron Backstrom. Master, okay, Corey got it. And the backup for Backstrom? Yeah, is it Josh Harding? Josh Harding, yeah. He never panned out. No, he's he always had backup. something going on. Injuries, right? Knees. Well, and then I think he had uh, MS or something. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, Damn. I believe so. That's tragic. Hope he's doing all right. He's still hanging in there, looks like. Um, next is next. Montreal. Oh, this is the heydays of. Oh nine, or sorry, what are we? What year is it? Yeah, oh nine. Yeah, oh nine. <laughs> it's got to be um. Halak. Halak is a backup. Yep. Halak is a backup. Was the backup. Was the backup. Yeah. Okay, so if it's not Christopher Hewitt, it's not, is Price the starting at this time? Price was a starter at 21 years old. He played 50 games. Wow. Okay. And 
Can you name uh, Can you name the goalie that played one game for them, gave up seven goals on... Oh, hold on. Oh, gave up one goal on seven shots in relief. Um, oh. French-Canadian. I think you already mentioned him, Corey. Uh, do, are they still playing? No, he played for Columbus for a long while. Mark Denis? Mark Denis played one game for them. Okay. Okay, Devils. Well, I'm not going to say it. I said I'm not going to say it. Max Aaron? Aaron's got this one. Fine, I will take it. Tis our friend Martin Bradour. Wrong. He only played 30 games. <laughs> what? <laughs> he only oh. played 30 games. I think he was injured. Games? Yeah, I think he was injured that year. Still a point. Uh, is it uh, Scott Clemenson? Scott Clemenson played the most. And do you know the other goalie that played? Wedgwood? No, he's an insider now. Oh, I bet it's... Um, is it Noodles? Nope. Oh. Uh, he's an insider. African Canadian. Oh, it's Kevin Weeks. Kevin Weeks. Nashville. Oh, you'll get this one, Corey. Uh, well, is this Chris Mason? Nope. Oh. I don't think it's not Renee. No, it's um. It, stop yourself. It, it is. <laughs> oh. Stop. Oh yeah, of course. She'll and the backup. Backup. Um. For the Canucks. Uh, Danny Sabrin. I don't know. No, no, he didn't. My bad. Career backup. Dan Ellis. Dan Ellis, I just said him earlier. Yeah, you did. Um, Islanders. Ooh, this was a tough one. Di Pietro? Di Pietro, no. He only played five games. These two were just like absolutely random names. Any guesses? No. Something Joey me. McDonald and Yan Denis. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of Denis, I Denis. feel like. <laughs> there is a lot of Denis. Not anymore. All the Denis are gone. Okay. Rangers. That's an obvious one. Lungquist. Yeah. Lungfist. And a backup. Valakat. Valakat, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Ottawa starter, former Canuck, and Florida Panther. Uh, okay, this was after Ray Emery. Um, former Canuck? Yeah. And Panther? I think your favorite trade of all time. To get a Hall of Fame goaltender, Roberto Luongo. Oh, oh wow, that's Alex Ald. 
Alex Ald was the starter and the backup. Brian. Well, if if Ald is the starter, then I don't want to know who the backup is. <laughs> Brian Elliott was the backup. Okay, Brian Elliott. Look at that. I think they split the crease. I think Elliott was, yeah, okay. the better of the two. Ooh, Philly. This is a fun one. One of my other favorite goalies of all time. Philly. Uh, oh. It's not this is. Of. Well, this guy's on TSN now. Well, maybe he isn't anymore. I don't know. I don't watch TSN lately. It's not <laughs> well, Briscoe. Make that claim then. <laughs> yeah, he was at one point. Former Philly. Buffalo Sabres goaltender. Oh, it's Martin Biron. Martin Biron. And the backup, yeah. one of my faves. Bobrovsky? And Taro Ninamaki. Oh, yeah, Ninamaki. Oh, fucking love that name. Yeah, he was good for a little bit. Phoenix? Max, this... I guess it's... Phoenix? Phoenix. Quickly guess. Who, whose phone is that? <laughs> Who's landline? Yeah. <laughs> what it's year Max is it? Max phoning a friend to try to help him out. This is 09. I Russian. My... Oh, good thing I didn't say my name then. Uh, I think you just said this name, honestly. Did I? Oh, Brzezgolov? Brzezgolov, yes. yes. I nearly shouted out Mike Smith, and then you went Russian? <laughs> and then uh, Al Montoya and Josh Tjordman were the backups. I think that they had another backup that they traded, not going to lie. Pittsburgh, Maxwell, Aaron, you got this one. Oh, Flurry. Did you say Flurry? I did say Flurry. Perfect. And the backup, Corey? Pittsburgh. Uh... I think you said this name already. Former Canuck? It's not Sabrin, is it? It is, yeah. Danny oh, Sabrin. Huh. San Jose Sharks. Uh, this one. Wick. Nabokov. Nabokov. Mm. And the backup? I'm going to go with Vesa Toskala. Hmm. Not a bad guess. Not the right guess. Uh, <laughs> if so, if Toskala's moved on, then. Uh, I, I don't know. Brian Boucher. Okay. Brian Boucher. Another like yep. backup, another career backup. Ooh, Corey, you should get St. Louis. I think so, you said both of these names already. Okay, so Chris Mason for sure. Chris Mason for sure. Uh, the second one. Now, I remember because Canucks played St. Louis in the first round in 2009. They definitely played Chris Mason. Uh, the second goalie... I'm not too sure about the second second goalie. Um, I think Detroit. Uh, you said him when you were guessing Detroit. Oh, Leg- it's Manny Legacy. Manny Legacy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, ben Bishop also played a few games, but I think he's mostly in the minors. Okay. Um, ooh, Tampa Bay. You should have fun with this one. I think you'll okay. get the starter. Uh. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, it's not Happy Bulin. Nope. Tampa Bay. 
Let me know if you want some hints. I'm, I'm going to need it. He played for Dallas. He played for Tampa. He played for Calgary and Edmonton recently. Oh, this is Mike Smith. Mike Smith, yeah. Yeah. And the backups. Do you have any guesses? It's kind of... Kind of no, no guesses. Kari Ramo and Mike oh. McKenna. Kari Ramo. Mike McKenna is familiar too, but I remember Kari Ramo went to the KHL, I think, and then he came back to Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. And then he could never stick. No. Um, also, Olaf Kolzig played a few games too. No way. Yeah. Um, Toronto. So Toronto, I'm going to go with Toskala. Toskala for sure. And then a backup. It's not Ray Croft. Uh, back then, uh, I don't know. Old, like old? the losingest goaltender in NHL history. Curtis Joseph. Curtis Joseph <laughs> was playing in 2009. Yeah, he played like 11, uh, 21 games. It looks like Tosco got pulled a lot. What? <laughs> That's crazy. I thought Those he was. A few that, few goalies here that got traded mid-season. I didn't really take that into account, but that's okay. Um, I think next is Vancouver. Oh yes, the legendary Hall of Fame goaltender <laughs> Roberto Luongo. Roberto Luongo, correct. And the backup, Corey. I'm gonna guess. Justin LaBarbera. Jason LaBarbera. Jason LaBarbera. Let me check on that because he got traded mid-season. It looks like... Yeah, it looks like LaBarbera was one of the backups. Schneider also played some games and this other goaltender was the main backup. Uh, So it's not Raycroft. It's not Sabrin. Nope. Uh, so LaBarbera and uh, so if Schneider was there, um, I always think St. Louis when I see this guy. Is his name St. Louis? <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> Not too sure. Curtis Sanford. Oh, Curtis Sanford, the Sandman, yeah. The Sandman, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And okay. last but not least, uh, to wrap this thing up, we got Washington. Oh, uh, Farlamov? Uh, he played a few games, but he's like third on that, on most games played for them. Is it Neuverth? Neuverth is fourth. Oh, it's, uh,. Well, it's not... Did Kolzig get traded? Was it Kolzig? Kolzig? Kolzig was Tampa Bay. Played a few games. I think that was the end of his career because he was 38 by then. Um, who is the starting? you definitely won't get, but the starter you should get. He won... Ooh, did he win a MVP? Oh, this is Jose Theodore. Jose Theodore. Huh, okay. Yeah, and then the backup was Brent Johnson. Brent Johnson, another career backup. <laughs> That's that. Thank wow. you for indulging. Yeah, that was a trip down 2009. <laughs> 
I think Good Corey job, got like ninety percent of those and the backups. That's impressive. Which yeah, is hella impressive. Yeah, like Corey, that's gotta wonder the space in your brain that is like made up of hockey facts. Like how big that is. Yeah, I don't know if that's impressive or just <laughs> just something. It's something. <laughs> like, I think, I think for me the funniest is when you. I think who was it? It was Pascal. Um, Leclerc. Leclerc, yes. Um, and you had his first name. You knew his like nationality like the fact that you knew that like your vault in your brain is just nuts mm-hmm, thank you yeah I... the amount of names you also named that the were technically right name yeah. that i have never heard of before <laughs> yeah i'll uh thank you i'll hope you don't mind putting all you down as my references <laughs> Absolutely. We have uh, proof on video here or <laughs> <Yeah>. audio. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. Thank you, Corey. What year are we doing next week? Uh, I'll be surprised. I won't let you study. <laughs> okay. Sweet. All right. Well, I guess that wraps up our episode for this week. Our last one, likely, till the start of the season here. So. Coming in next week, we hope. Um, it'll be right back to usual. Lots of news, I'm sure. Lots of Canucks talk and Avalanche talk. And yeah, I know we're all excited to get back into fantasy mode. So it should be fun. Hopefully we'll have Mikey away from NHL 24 long enough to join us next time. Uh, but until then, hope you guys have a great Canadian Thanksgiving weekend. And we'll see you guys then. 